Welcome, welcome to episode three of What Are You Saying? I am Veer Def Sayanan. I am Dre James. And here we go. It's been a while. How have you been, man? I've been good, man. Yeah, it's been been crazy a couple weeks. Like we had the fire, and now it's kind of like it's it's dwindling down. It definitely has calmed down. This is actually my favorite type of weather, to be honest with you. Fall. Yeah. What about yourself? Oh, it is peaceful. It's like a calm. You don't, you know, the smoke is gone. You got that cool kind of calmness. I like it. You're a native in Seattle, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been here for. 30 years, I believe. 35, isn't that crazy? Hmm. 30 years, just to say that. Now, do you, have you lived anywhere else? Well, I, I was born in Laos. Hmm. Uh, so I lived in Hawaii, Laos. I was in Thailand for a little bit. But, I mean, that was like, I, I don't even remember, I don't even remember, I don't remember Laos, I don't remember Thailand. I do remember the Philippines for a little bit. And I remember parts of um, Hawaii. I was in Honolulu. Oh, wow. Because that's where I did kindergarten. Okay. Yeah. So if, if when I have my, my movie, it's going to start off me at Pauly. I want to say f- my earliest memory is me, is my, I think, I believe it was my uncle. He was letting me drive the van, but I was four years old. Yeah. And we're in like a, a farm in Hawaii, but I like I remember that being a four year old and being like, ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's I literally when I think about it, I it seems to me like a scene from a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it was so it was so innocent, and like my uncle was like, just drive. You know what I mean? Wow. Uh, I never saw him ever again. I think that's the only time he shows up in the movie once once I have my biopic. Yeah, that's dope, man. What about yourself? What is your earliest memory of life? My earliest memory of life? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Probably, I could say one of them for sure. I was uh, maybe five. And uh, I think it's probably where my uh, fear of bugs came from. Yeah, I have this like irrational fear of like bugs and stuff that flies. So we were uh, on my uncle's boat, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> could you push your mic down just a little bit? I think it's perfect. We're on my uncle's boat. Yeah, that's really good. And we decide to uh, stop off at this little uh, island type thing, you know, somewhere around Washington, like Heron Island area. And as soon as we get off, there's all these bees, bugs, and like flying insects. It was kind of like. So you were on a boat with your uncle. And you guys go to an island? Yeah, we're 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 kind of we're on Heron Island. That's we had a little bit of a like kind of a cabin type setup there when I was a kid. And I just remember us going out there to kind of hang out as a family. Uh did you say heroin island? Heron. <laughs> like the bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> heroin island. Now that would be so that would be a cr- <laughs> I wish the sound effects worked. I would have made laughter. No. Yeah, so but there were just a lot of bugs when we touched down. So I panicked and freaked out, and I still remember it. Even when I see, like, a ladybug now kind of land on me, I slightly flinch a little bit. Really? But then I realize that's just a ladybug. It's okay. I'm traumatized (laughs) by rats because our house, when I was in elementary school, was just infested with rats. Mm. And my family had just escaped from a, like a communist country. So they were like rats. This is nothing. But it was like at night I could hear them crawling in the walls. And then when we would be watching TV, they would just kind of come up on the, on the, like on the side, like creep out. It was to this day, I'm pretty traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can imagine. (laughs) All right, man. Let's start our first segment. This is a segment I just want to... There's this whole meme thing going on uh, about, like, Florida man. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard about it? No, I haven't. It's... I mean, I hate I hate to uh, ride the trend and be trendy, but it is pretty funny. It is pretty... Uh, some, some really interesting things. 
but I I wanted to make my own take on it. Yeah. So I just kind of started looking at other things. There's like a Florida man, Louisiana man. Yeah. And then I found a Tequila man. Oh. So it's literally, I just typed that in. But listen to this. For this one, first one is Louisiana man. Louisiana man has been arrested after a 15-year-old Florida girl's parents found out that he had been living in their daughter's bedroom closet for more than a month. He had met her online two years ago and traveled to meet her for sex. He was arrested and charged for multiple sex crimes on Sunday. The child's parents had learned that he had been secretly living in her bedroom of the family home um, in Spring Hill, some county in Florida. The man allegedly confessed to traveling from Louisiana to Florida on multiple occasions to be with this child. The man is described to be 36 years old. He moved into the girl's room in August and he would hide out from her parents in the closet and emerge when they left the house. This is a Louisiana man. Isn't that crazy? Man, that is terrifying. That This was recent, I believe. This was just maybe, yeah, this was just in September, the end of So this was like two weeks ago. That is unacceptable. Whoa. Yeah, I, I don't know what, um, yeah, that's, a, that's. Isn't that crazy? That's this <laughs> motherfucker was living in the closet for two months or something for, or a month. That just blows my mind. I guess you uh, wouldn't think to check like a uh, your kid's closet all the time, but man, that is. What would you do, man? I mean, like, what would you do <laughs> if you like walked in and they're like, you know, like some grown ass man in there? You didn't just walk in, but like, you know what I mean? Like, you heard, you heard the the vibes or something. <laughs> you went to investigate. I don't know how I, nobody knew that. That's ridiculous. But anyway. Yeah. That's, that's, what, just, that's just my take. That was a Louisiana man. Louisiana All right. Man. Now we got a, we have Florida man. Oh, man. He was jailed after fighting about whether whole milk or almond milk is better. So Justin Anthony Garcia got into a verbal argument with another man this past weekend over which type of milk was better, almond milk or whole milk. The disagreement escalated to a surprising degree, eventually turning physical with punches thrown and then Garcia chasing after the other man when he fled with a pocket knife. So actually when he fled with a pocket knife, the victim eventually suffered a small laceration to his torso. Justin Garcia was arrested. Um, I I so so I guess the arresting officers from this Lee County, Florida, went on their Facebook and they started making fun of him. Uh, they posted a small story on their Facebook page, and I guess the title wrote "Crying Over Spilled Milk." Oh, buddy, that is ridiculous. <laughs> so oh yeah and um i guess also on their facebook page they wrote got milk that's the title Uh -uh. the puns just don't stop no no hey he brought it on himself why is it that big of a deal uh whole milk versus almond milk where you're ready to i he stabbed him no was he okay he had a pocket knife See, he was serious about his milk, though. He was, yeah, the victim was, it says the victim was struck with a knife on his torso. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How do you think an argument like that even starts? Like, I am I see you in the aisle of Whole Foods, right? I'm like, hey, hey, man, I don't know what, uh, I don't, I don't think you should <laughs> be drinking that whole milk. <laughs> you know, they got almond milk right next to it. Oh, you know, what if you're like, fuck you, bitch, you know, if, hey, if I was serious about a lot of people are serious about uh, their whole milk like that. 
So, I, you know, it could happen. You think so? I mean, I don't know. If somebody came into your space like that and started kind of like, um, you know, just uh, insisting that you uh, switch it up after your whole life of drinking that, <laughs> you might, some people might be more passionate about their milk. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's more details to it. There's got to be more. You know what I mean? There's some... There was some type of other exchange going on because I don't, maybe that was kind of like uh, the the vicinity they were in or something. Who knows? Okay. Well, we'll, we'll move on. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the next segment, uh, well, it's still we're still talking about this whole man thing, but I found an article about Tequila Man. Yeah. And this was actually on Twitter from the Tequila Police Twitter page, and it wrote. If you happen to be the individual that stole a stripper pole from lovers at 2 p.m. today, we know who you are through your store membership card and license plate. Be sure to check your mail for your court date. And then they added this GIF from the office. Oh, buddy. So this is on the Twitter page. This guy stole a stripper pole? (laughs) Tequila man. Tequila man. What was he doing with this trip? Like, well, he was a member of Lovers, you know, the sex store, you know, where you can get like so, um, ass plugs or something. Okay. So he's in there and he decides to steal a stripper pole. Whoa. What do you think the stripper pole is for? Like exercise? I mean, it's a pandemic. So, uh, you know, he could be like trying out a different workout routine, like where he, like, like pole dancing or could something. Could be for his girl. Could be for his uh his lady his lady friend yeah absolutely, um, but uh, yeah he he's a member so I don't he could have had like I don't know why he'd do that that's a big object <laughs> to steal that's pretty awkward to uh, just go in there and run out with because you can't pole. I mean, you'd have to just you know walk out with it like I mean it doesn't have a little weight to it too so you gotta like it's awkward shaped and like you have to. Uh, evade people so I mean I don't know like that's pretty wild people do some crazy stuff I don't know desperate for it he said I want that I want that pull honey alright he did what he had to do <laughs> I I swear that humans are the most complicated people in the world yeah. we do some of the dumbest things yeah, <laughs> yeah we do you know what I mean yeah, we definitely do all right, we're moving on. What do you what do you think about this wearing a mask thing? I mean, I I do it because I do want to be supportive and you know not spread COVID and all that stuff. But then it's so crazy the people against it. I mean, it's pretty much like almost a civil war going on. You got people like I I remember driving down. I, I don't know why I had to go there, but I had to go to Federal Way, mm-hmm. and like literally on the corner was just a a whole bunch of people like rallying and protesting against the mass mandate. Yeah. And of course there's no, they're not social distancing and all that stuff. And they're just, I've got signs on talking about the governor, you know, yeah. being like a, a dick and whatnot. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. It's a crazy time. We're all like separated by, you know, this old mass. I just do it because it's not that big of a deal. It's like, it's just a mass, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can understand, like going into crowded spaces and stuff like that. Sure, I'll, I'll put my mask on. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you know, just just to be safe, you know, because because you when you do walk around, you do have some, you know, somebody will sneeze randomly and you'll walk right through it. So it's good to just have it generally. Have yeah. But remember, like being on the bus and people like just sneezing. Yeah. And they're just like just letting out a big one and like. But yeah, a huge one. And you're just like, oh, like, oh man, I just hope. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, hey, just go to the store, put it on. Once you get outside in the, in the fresh air, take take it off, man. Come on. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not that big a video. No, no, no. I I think I saw news articles of like somebody pulling a gun out on somebody and Fred Meyer because somebody asked them to do that. What like uh, wear a mask? Put their mask on. Oh, buddy. But there's some trigger there's some trigger happy people out there, man, especially in America. People will stand up, yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll stand up. Uh yeah, I could see that. Somebody asked me once, uh, 
I told them have a good day, and they're like, "Where's your mask?" What? <laughs> what? Can you give me some more context to this? <laughs> like, what was going on? So, you know, I'm uh, I'm just having a walk, you know, and uh, I just kind of, you know, friendly wave gesture to somebody. Wow, you didn't even know this person. Yeah, no, I didn't know this guy, but he's wearing a mask, and he's like, "Where's your mask?" <laughs> I was like, "My what's what, huh? Where's your mask? My mask? Yeah, you need a mask to be walking around here." Okay, that's just a, okay. Where where were you at? I was in Seattle. Okay. Um, but people are people are serious about it. Yeah. Um, maybe it just makes them feel better if, you know, everyone's wearing it. Who knows? I don't know what should take. I wear it because, yeah, I'm not I'm not that uptight about it. I definitely won't spaz out on people or say that. I wouldn't say that to anybody that's not wearing it. I wear it, um, you know, keeps everybody else safe. But I, I definitely wouldn't do what that dude did. No, uh, some people, yeah, they're, they're just a lot real serious, you know. Um, but hey, to, you know, everyone's got their thing. Just um, I usually don't. I'm not like super close to anybody uh, in general, anyway. I kind of keep my distance. I kind of you've all you've always been kind of a a lone ranger. Yeah. Ever since I've known you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like you know, keep my space. I like my space, man. So. I could tell you were like a Lone Ranger when I first met you. Mm-hmm. You were, but you were doing kung fu before we were talking about this, right? Yeah. Where was this at? A little kung fu. Uh, this was at a place called Temple Kung Fu. Okay. In uh, in Bellevue. You think it's still around? I'm not sure if it's still around. Um, I haven't checked in years. That was, it was for a brief period, probably about a year or so in high school. Mr. Q. Mr. Q. Yeah. What was his background? Do you know? I don't know Mr. Q's background, but the guy was really intense, you know. I was probably 15 or so, maybe 16. What, was he putting a whooping on that ass? Well, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't whooping the ass, but uh, <laughs> he got you in shape for sure. Like, I probably walked in there about 200 pounds, you know, a little soft. Yeah. A little soft, uh, a little, you know, jiggly. And uh, in about three or four months, I was pretty shredded. Probably about single-digit body fats. Like, I think I lost about forty-five pounds in that amount of time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, like it's just body weight training, man. When you go from not doing much to uh, training martial arts, your body's like, "What the hell's happening?" And uh, you'll lose the weight. Our guy Alfredo has just showed up. <laughs> Alfredo. Which is all good. So we were talking about. Uh we're talking about your kung fu experience yeah. with Mr. Q. Mr. Q, yeah. Yeah, he um I don't know, he was just like an older guy, you know, probably in his I don't know. I couldn't tell how old he was honestly, but he was kind of a thick dude, mm-hmm. kind of built, little belly. Really? But he was just powerful, man. Like I was like, "Damn, this guy's been going hard for decades." I did something in Bellevue called Um Young Do. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. And I remember I just remember like during one day, he wanted to show me something, uh, and he just like hit me hella hard in the stomach, and I just like went out like laying on the floor, and I was like, "What was that to prove?" Oh man, he just laid into you. Like I forgot what move he was trying to show me. Mm. I forget the name. Um Young Do. I'll say it right now. Fuck that place. I mean, I've heard of it. You have heard of it, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, our friend from high school. His dad was like a master teacher or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got, he got gut checked. Yeah. Mm. I ended up, like, I was bored one night. I was smoking some weed, so I, like, did some Um Young Do research on YouTube. Yeah. And there was there was a story somewhere in the Midwest where somebody had, like, disappeared or something, and they were, like, in the Um Young Do school, mm-hmm. and they went missing. But there's there's been a lot of, uh, there's been a lot of, there's some, there's some, there's some, where, where, as the saying goes, where there's some smoke, there's some fire. Uh. Even the Um Young Do schools here have all been closed. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because there used to be one on Madison. There's one in Bellevue. Uh. 
and it was always and they it was always sketchy because they had that their leader was their uh man if anybody's listening part of the um young do community i'm sorry <laughs> no tell them to call her, call in and claim their names yeah yeah we want to hear what's going you know but like i remember going in there and like the you know there's like a big shrine of the leader yeah and it just looked really really fake man i'll just say it right now yeah yeah the grandmaster like uh, i i and i know some um young do people are listening and if they want some smoke they can bring it you know let tell them bring it you know but it, it was just like sketchy and it was super expensive at the time yeah. and they wanted these it seemed like it seemed kind of scientology like if you wanted to get to the higher level you had to dish out some more you know some more of those some G's and whatnot. Oh. And I was the same I was the same age you were. I was in my teens. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really making that much money. Right. So it's like and they like wouldn't show you some stuff, you know. Until you come correct with that wallet. Exactly. Oh man. I but see. Bell Bellevue was interesting because I felt like they had a couple martial arts schools. Yeah, they had yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh I think that's the only one I really tried. Other than that, no. I and I feel like I don't know. I just I feel like kung fu has always just been so saturated because there's there's some there's some fake motherfuckers out there. There's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of fake stuff. Hey man, the other night I was high, and I was just like, "What should I do?" So I watched the latest Steven Seagal movie. Mm. <laughs> it was it was so bad that it was good. What's you know, what? I'm gonna pull up the trailer. Right yeah, let's let's uh, because there's one I said, Mr. Seagal is still. He's still, he's still making man. He's still moving though, you know. Did you know, I was, uh, I was watching. God, I'm just telling you just more information of my what I do when I get high. But I was watching a documentary about him, yeah. and supposedly he claims to be a reincarnation of a, of a set of a, uh, of a llama. Whoa. So like the Tibetan llamas, they go by the name of uh, Rumpaches. Yeah. And he is supposedly a reincarnation of one of them. Like he's a spiritual master. I think it was Rob Schneider was telling a story on uh, the Howard Stern show, how he was doing a movie with him. Yeah. So he's like, he's like telling everybody about how he's a reincarnation of like, you know, a Rinpoche. Mm. But then I guess his wife calls and he gets on the phone. He's like, tell that bitch I'm going to be late. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Seagal. He's a heavyweight, man. Listen, I've heard it in real life. Like he, um, yeah, he goes in. Um, he's a sheriff too. I think in like, I don't, I want to say, Louisiana or something like that. Mister Seagal, still going hard in the paint. And we are back with our our friend, uh, Fashion Me Late Alfredo. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> how you doing, man? uh doing pretty good doing pretty good uh thank you for joining us yeah glad to, glad to swing through it's uh good good sunday good sunday yeah the text thread be uh confusing because no one responds <laughs> I'll, I'll respond more now yeah. i kind of had planned on being here yeah. earlier but uh the range went a little bit longer than than uh i had thought all good anyways so what i was saying was i was high one night and i decided to watch the most recent Steven Seagal, Steven Seagal, Seagal movie. And I was going to pull up the trailer for you guys just because uh, it's funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. What, this makes me want to make a Kung, move, Kung Fu movie so bad. Right? Wow. Like, why can't we do it? There's We have cameras, soundtrack. There's actually no reason we can't. Yeah. yeah. It does everything so smooth. Steven Seagal. Almost as if he wasn't trying. Right. No effort. So yeah. uh, taken care of. I yeah. feel like that that actually looks like a pretty dope kind of like Hong Kong action flick kung fu movie already. Not necessarily low budget, not the highest budget. So it seems like I think they already had some kind of dope there even without Steven Seagal in it. Yeah. And then they kind of just were like fit him in. Uh, classic Steven Seagal. Surprisingly, he doesn't look like he aged that much. If you noticed, I was like, okay, he looked a little, yeah, a little bit bigger, a little bit more fluffy. Yeah, yeah, that's his age. Still, uh, still, you know, 
classic Steven Seagal. He's yeah. not as he's not as slim as he was in the above the law no. days. And it was kind of it was kind of matrixy. Like there was yeah. he had a neo thing, and then he had some some glasses that I don't know what they were shooting for with that. You know what I'm saying? I only can think kind of matrix. You know, he had the traditional kung fu outfit. What did um, he say? It's gonna get hard. Real hard. He said, "Yeah, if he if he says it's gonna get, if he says we go hard, it's gonna get hard." It gets hard. Um. Uh, yeah. Cool. You know, I I I I would give it a chance. I'm gonna. I'm I gonna did watch that. It. I'm gonna catch that. I did watch it, note. and it was hilarious. Yeah, oh. the whole way through. Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the whole way through. I didn't oh, finish it, okay. but okay. it was one of those. You know, at nighttime, you need something you just kind of like. You're like halfway watching it, but you're just like, you know, I'm going to go to sleep. You know what I mean? So I, I always turn on my TV just like because I know it's something just kind of. Like, it, it, it helps me wind down because I have a my friend Eddie. All, Ed always turns on the TV at night, but he doesn't watch it. He just needs it on to like yeah, background, like feeling something. You know going about on. that, <laughs> pops. Yeah, my pops does the same thing, and more. So it's it's that's a it's a weird state too when you're like halfway asleep and you got something on because it is you are picking something up too, but yeah, that's what I had on the other night. All right, all right, moving on. Have you guys seen, uh, I've been watching a docu-series called Love Fraud. I think I was telling you about it. You've for, told me a couple a couple about it. It seems very intriguing. I haven't delved into it yet. So it starts off, um, this is as the segment goes, what are you watching? It starts off with this dude named, I believe, Mickey, Mickey Smith or something. And it starts off in Kansas. And... It just starts off with a lady talking about how difficult it is to date in your 40s and that she came across this real estate agent guy. And once they started going out, it was just moving so fast. Like, like all I think maybe just a month into it, they were already engaged. And then he was like, and then, of course, he pulls the con like, well, since we're, you know, a couple, we should have the same checking account. And then he started buying like a jet ski and uh, and buying a car. But then he would just swindle them and be like, oh, it'll be under your name, but I'll take care of the payments. And I believe the first woman, her daughter was like, this is kind of suspect. What's up with this guy? So she goes into his truck and she finds his cell phone and she finds all these names. And she starts Googling the names of the people. And she comes across a blog of other wives of this Mickey Smith guy. And the blog is to warn them. I'm going to pull the blog up now. But the blog mm, is to warn mm. them that he's a con artist oh. and that he just scams women, gets married, and takes everything from their checking account and then dips out. Whoa. And that's exactly what he did to the first girl. And as the as the docuseries, there's four episodes. As the docuseries goes on, it's people introduce themselves like, I'm Mickey's 10th wife. I'm Mickey's ninth wife. You know what I mean? And it's just like... So then they're all, but the but the fucked up part is, even though he's doing all this scamming and stuff, he's he's still able to go into other places and keep on marrying women. You know what I mean? Like he's, it's like, I think when they went to the cops, it was not that big of a case to where he could still maneuver, or change his identity, or change his, you know, pin his you know social security number, something. Yeah. So then they're like, fuck this. So they find a bounty hunter. And the bounty hunter is just like, I'm, I'm doing this for free. Like, I'm going to help you guys find this guy. And they couldn't find him anywhere in Kansas. But then they finally got tipped off that he was in. Uh, no, he was still he was still in Kansas. Sorry about that. But he, he started off in downtown Kansas. But then they, he got tipped off that he was in uh, uh, Wichita, Kansas, which is in some other. And he'd open up a king's crab seafood restaurant with his other wife that he found Whoa. and then from there they go to to find him and he supposed like they called the king's crabs with two k's <laughs> and he'd already dipped out like the girl that he the girl that he'd conned to open up the spot he had taken all the money out from the account and the employees were not getting paid because the checks started bouncing. Damn. So when they called one of the employees, the one of the employees was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about Mickey. And they start interviewing one of the employees, and the one of the employees like, yeah, he, like, took me out on a date, and he was, like, got me roses and stuff, and he was trying to move in on one of the female employees. Uh. So then they can't find him. So the, the, the woman who owns the King's, King's Crab is one of the, the latest girlfriends that he had. Like, he conned her to open up a business account and 
all this stuff. But then he dipped out on her. And they're like, where is this guy? And then they find him in Tennessee with three girlfriends. Wow. Because once they went to Tennessee, they hired two private investigators. So they're following him around because the girls are like, can we arrest him now? Can we arrest him now? Because he has all these felonies out. They're like, no, we got to follow his action. We can't just like get him now. We need to make sh- see what his routine is first. And then eventually, I think they find him at like a Motel 6. Spoiler alert, they, ran, they ended up arresting him. And then the documentary interviews him in jail. And they ask him about all these all these wives that he has. And the dude is a sociopath. He's just lying out of his teeth. Does he sound similar to Trump? Just curious. Because you were telling me, they're like, well, don't you have multiple wives? And he's like, uh, like two. And then they're like, exactly. here's the third, fourth, and fifth. And they're like, he's like, oh, okay, maybe like three or four. And then they're like, 10th, 11th, and 12th. He's like, doesn't oh, it? Yeah. That Doesn't uh, that almost sound like something you may have seen recently uh, going on? A little bit, yeah. That's a lot going on. Richard Scott Smith. Look at this dude. But the doc, the documentary was uh, from two years ago. And I think he's, he's like, you know. Cause that when he says got, September 3rd, 2020, there is more to come. He's not done in parentheses. Yeah. Wow. What? A- no, the filming, was, <laughs> the filming was done in 2018. But the documentary just came out. <laughs> But that article right there says he's still doing it as of la- at exactly yeah, yeah. a month ago. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would say that he is definitely not done. How do you, like, I I would say how do you do it, but I'm not like, I, I, I can look at it logically if you wrote down the steps how you do it. My question on the how do you do it is like the energy it takes to do that much. Like that dude oh, yeah. could be a millionaire if he just did one legit idea with that kind of focus you know what i'm saying because i've you know i've i've dated you know and at times i've you know dated or seen more more than one woman you know what i'm saying and you like do a kind of if you do that thing say three you know say you're dating three different women at a time whether they know or not 10 wives they would know yeah like that alone and then going to work and doing what you already do for me was a lot like of energy but he doesn't he doesn't work though that was already a lot of energy, and that's when I was, like, younger. Like, I'll just say that was 10 years ago me, right? Yeah, yeah, and th- yeah. Which I even had more energy at the time to yeah. even do that. Right. So I'm like, that dude right there was looking easier older than, like, way older than me. <laughs> this, is, this is the official. <laughs> two, this, like, I don't. This is the official blog. Mm-hmm. This is where they follow him. Children, does that, is that part of it? Children are not safe around him. Please message me for info. Jesus. This was posted right? in August, just August. Whoa. I mean, how terrifying is this mugshot? Um, Whoa. Wow, I mean, that I'm looks just, like a whole different him. Like that's definitely gone compared gone, to the real estate horror this, movie in it. Yeah, I that, think that photo right there—that's his like—that's his bumble. It photo. looks like if you were possessed by a demon. Yeah, yeah. The, the bottom one is what you would look like when the demon was fully in. Um, the en- how the energy to do. I still want to know. Like that's the part. Like how did you have enough? energy to do all like the minute you wake up that's not like oh have a cup of coffee yeah. chill yeah. oh is veer death shooting the podcast today like you wouldn't even have time you'd have to get up and be like all right do to do onto the wherever it, it would be like uh, a yeah. like you know what i'm he's, saying he's like possessed. i don't need yeah yeah. He's you would ha- yeah that's i mean you could say the same thing about anyone for like heroin or crack you know what i mean like there's a certain the addiction like they need to get that that itch to, they need to fulfill that hole yeah. nothing you wake up you're nothing like, will boom. stop them you yeah. know what i mean and I, and I only know this because of my experience of having people really close to me deal with addictions you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i've seen people do things where i'm like wow like you will stop at nothing to get exactly to fulfill that hole you know what i mean yeah so and yeah. With, like he he literally has to fill a hole no pun intended right if you know what i mean he has to. <laughs> certainly and th- that's that's his addiction is like i mean who knows how long he's been doing this maybe since because he's probably got to be like late 40s now i'm if he started dating you know early 20s so i'm saying over 20 years that addict you know his ne- his neurological pathways is set into doing that going on plenty of fish or bumble and yeah. matt, matt eHarmony and just tr- trying to you know and work his online game yeah, you'd have to constantly, like he, like he said, 
from the time you wake up. You got to be on it. You, That's you, his you, hustle. He probably doesn't even like take care of himself. He's just kind of like just haggard all the time, but still putting in work. How do you do that? Could you go to the gym? Nothing. Could you like, I don't like what? You couldn't, looks, you couldn't come on a podcast on a Sunday at all. At all he all no. he's doing is macking, just spinning That's game. It. Yeah, and I and I was thinking, yeah, he's he's probably got hell. Uh, he's got that mouthpiece because to line all that up. Con- yeah. He was married to like two different women at the same time, yeah. like one in Vegas and then one in. Some other city. Yeah, that's a lot, man. Just to get married involves paperwork and things you have to get together, file and documents. Yeah. Just, a, you know, like for there, there's just one little, you know, adventure and yeah. uh, administration, not to mention the businesses, the lot. Like if he, if any job I've had, if you just did that at it, you'd be fucking, you'd be up, up to the top biotech yeah. whatever if you did that and just like each morning woke up and then this will make this better uh-huh. this process yeah. will minimize this yeah. you'd all you'd be like making 500k yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so yes yeah, i i don't but hands in the air hand my hands but, are in the air i but to be real honest with you though like these these carn artists and like even even people that have like meth addictions they're fucking geniuses Right, it's just that they put all their time and energy for for evil. You know what I mean? I was listening to a podcast of this woman that used to smoke meth, and she was the she was, I don't know if this is true, but she figured out that the best, most potent meth was in her urine. So after she, she was so crazy and so driven into smoking meth and getting like the best high. That she was at the you know, library mm-hmm. and researching. And how, realized it goes out in your urine. And that she could just drink her urine. She just saved it in a jar, refrigerated Whoa. it, and got like a liquid meth. Yeah. And then she was like, and like, but she would, she was like. Nobel she Peace like, Prize. Exactly. Nobel Peace Prize. I'm sorry. Yeah. She, she felt like she like revolutionized the meth game. because she was That's the first, because she did. Exactly. She but you know what I mean? Like in meth. She sure did. <laughs> It, 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 Did you know that just <laughs> save your piss? I why aren't they doing that? It probably would also be better for you, despite that it is meth and terrible. At least you would get like some electrolytes back, right? In yeah. your right, you know something exactly, right? Compared to cr- crack in a pipe. <laughs> so yeah, you know there you is? go. Re- yep. she, she's the vegan of meths, you know? of meth heads. But but I guess my point is saying is. Uh, <laughs> But you know, you got Mickey Scott who wakes up to goes on uh, plenty of fish, and then you have this woman at the you know King County Library researching how to drink you know meth piss. Like people are so if if they find that one thing, they hone on to it, you know, and they it's it's just sad that it's. <laughs> it's I mean, that's genius. It's it's not for good things, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. sad. But it but the meth story, uh, she tells a story about it on on a Comedy Central, and it's really funny. Did she later? Get off meth, become a comedian, yeah. and got her life together. Oh, yeah. she, she lives in Portland. See, with That's my thought, yeah. yeah, of course she does. You didn't even, I knew that already. <laughs> Probably right downtown. Uh. But uh, <laughs> no diss to Portland love, y'all. But on the on the note of that, yeah, you would think that with that kind of ideology of hers and determination... That yeah, if she put that towards anything else, yeah, she would probably do quite well. So she yeah. got and sober, and she now did. she's a, she's a touring comedian. There you go. She does a lot of road work, like and I she was just and she was just on Comedy Central. Wow, that's when you've made it as a comedian. Yeah, that's dope. But um, sure. how do we get on the subject? I think we were talking about your the, energy and time. Yeah, and the, and what you spend on it. Yeah, if you weren't a meth head or you weren't a con artist and had that determination. You could make enough money to buy your own meth island and just be like, oh, we're going to meth island uh, on the yacht for a week. Going to do it all, detox, and then come back. If you j- you can <laughs> get your shit together, then you can do whatever the hell you want. Right. Meth or not. Ideally, don't do meth island. And I hope no one takes that idea and runs with it. Yeah. Most likely someone will. Whatever. I'm, I'm going to play you guys the trailer of this current docu uh, series I'm watching right now. Oscar Pistorius. So wait, he's racing people with blades, yeah, with but with normal legs. No, with those b- blades. No, he has the blades, but the other people have normal legs. Yes. Yeah. 
The Life and Trials of Oscar Pistorius. Yeah, I just finished it on um, ESPN Plus. You guys let me know and I can give you my credentials, okay. but it's okay. good. It's good. It's four episodes. Whoa. Huh. Um, you could say he's going to, he's he made pistory. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, so my only thing with the thing, uh, him racing the people with normal legs. Yeah, he was in the Olympics. So my thought is like, isn't he lighter? Because like yeah. your legs are half of how heavy you are in a way. So he kind of is a little bit lighter. Yeah. But he still, you know, has, it seems the upper body, thighs, all the yeah. same. And then you got like carbon fiber, extra grip, extra tracky bounce legs. Yeah. So Olymp- like the Olympics, my thought is that you would probably, you probably, I would maybe have bet on him. Maybe some people would be like, oh, that seems handicapped. He, I'm didn't, not- he didn't get too far. Oh, he didn't get too far. Yeah. Well, I would have lost my money then, wouldn't yeah. I? He, he got, he got beat. He was a gold medalist in the actual, um, with everybody else that had, you know, some type of uh, disability. Okay, he won in the in the Special Olympics. Of yeah, sort. exactly. The, won no, gold, no, not won. the Special. There's a disabled, the Paralympics. Exactly. exactly. Yes. That, that's what the word I was looking for. Yes. So he, he took gold in that multiple okay. times, and then that's why he started reaching for the other. To go, but ultimately the, the full-legged people, that extra advantage did make the difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because then he technically doesn't have calf muscles. Yeah. That if you had that would maybe apparently make that difference and make you faster. Yeah. Based on the results. Yeah. But uh, so in the documentary, supposedly what he says is that he heard someone coming. He was laying in bed with his girlfriend and he goes to close the window doors and he heard the window screech like in the bathroom. He thought it was an intruder. So he gets in, so he grabs his gun and he starts heading there. And then he's like screaming, yelling for the truth get out, get out of my house. And he shoots four times. And it's his girlfriend. Something doesn't add up. Uh, listen. Like she was laying in bed with you, and then now she's in the bathroom. And I think in the when he was actually going to court for it, they were the the people were just like, yo, man, you killed your girlfriend. You guys got into an argument and you killed your girlfriend. So that that's what this documentary is about. Yeah, that's pretty that's yeah, that's pretty pretty obvious. Like Because when she was in the bathroom, there was a second like a second door another another entrance and she was I, in there. Okay. I'm a that's yeah, that's uh it's not looking good. I'd be curious on uh additional like was he on antidepressants and yeah. Zoloft yeah. and like that sleeping ambient yeah. yeah. and drank of some wine. Not, not saying yeah. any excuse. I'm just whatever the result is, is what happened in the, the truth and the proper justice needs to be resolved. But I don't like quick jumps to justice regardless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's the whole, on which I guess I'd have to watch the yeah, documentary I'll, I'll, I'll or you, read the the court report. I'll send you yeah. the actual transcripts of the trial. I'll send you the the credentials for ESPN. Did, did they? Did he have any other? I mean, I would assume his legal team would have tried to come with anything they possibly could. Any mention of any of that stuff? What do you mean? Like that he had some prescription, or maybe no. he had an adverse thing. Uh, the nothing. story that he would not budge on is that he thought it was an intruder. Well, uh, I mean. So, yeah, questions. I'm not even on his side, but like, you know, uh, South Africa and Cape Town is a bit more. Yeah, that's why I wanted to bring it up because you, you were there. Yeah, I, I moved to South Africa for a, a, a short while. You were in Cape Town? I was in Cape Town for, you know, maybe less than a week altogether. Okay. Um, but I was in like other parts much longer. Um, Johannesburg? Yeah, I was in Johannesburg. I pretty much stayed there for. Over a little over a month. That's crazy, man. A, this guy was in yeah. South Africa. Yeah, and then uh, you know what another the thing place of- called Mossel Bay is where I actually had moved to and was living for about like three months or so. You know, in documentaries, before they actually go into uh, the story, they'll always give like a little gist of like the country and like the background and the origins and the history. When I was watching it about South, Al- South Africa, of course, I learned about it in like uh, middle school. It just made me really pissed off because, you it's, know, it's apartheid. A, yeah, you're just like... Yeah. What? Wait, 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 what? <laughs> and on top of that, I, you know, some friends I made and knew there that are like our age, you know what I'm saying? And my age at the time, early, mid-30s, uh, they were like, yeah, remember that? You know, remember apartheid? And like, had it like growing up to like yeah, 11, it was, it was, 12, it and the then it like went them. away. Yeah, no. and uh, 
and yeah, they're they're resolving way to like yeah, and it's done on with it. Africa got to continue, you know, keeping it moving. Like yeah. I didn't even, you know, and I'm sure certain people feel their own way, but the folks I was with, they were kind of like, you know, as whack as it was, you know, they were just like, yeah, and they're like, and moving on, it's not that anymore. Continuing on with other stuff, like we're almost more upset thinking about it than they are. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I'm sure that varies, of course across you know peoples and different opinions but uh my thought on seeing that little overview of the pistorius trial trailer uh the neighborhood i saw those cops around and the suburb that didn't look like one that you had to worry as much around of like mm -hmm. an intruder coming in your yeah. window just in, in just the, say, and i don't know the statistics on no. you know maybe if three but of even, his neighbors were like people broke in our bathroom and yeah. had this not happened we'd have been did it did but even in the documentary it looked pretty nice it looked pretty plush there you like go his, it was like yeah. a compound you know yeah what I mean? so those are like high walls exactly. often electric fences guards usually definitely electronic entry but most likely guards and if you're like to that degree of such so you're, notoriety. If you're an Olympic yeah, medalist. There's a good chance that you're in a, uh, hopefully in a nicer, but yeah, the, the top view in which I saw, that doesn't seem like the as much ones. But, you know, that's why I like try to get all the details, yeah. you know, like. Well, maybe we'll, you'll have to check it out and then yeah. we can come. We you know, can okay, yeah, little up. little redux on it. All right. It is me, good. Send me the link. I'll watch it. Because yeah, I remember yeah. when that trial happened and came out and because wow. I had been in, you know, it wasn't while I was in South Africa. Actually, what, what year was that 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 happened? I can, you know, you, you, you live so long like me, you lose track of the years. You know what I'm saying there, Dre? No, no I hear you. Uh, so if we can, if we can find out when that happened, I can like, I can, I can tie it in. South Africa. What was the, what was the year that that went down in? Uh, night. Well, he killed her. Well, the, yeah. 2013 is okay. when it happened. You know what? So I had, uh, I had just been back like okay, a yeah. year. So I, I remember Cause especially cause the following trial, that. Yeah. The and trial wouldn't like, really start until like 2014. Yeah. And I, you know, and I was, Yeah. That was like, I was like, okay, um, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Was my thoughts at the time. Because she was in a separate room. and why, Yeah, it was kind of obvious, like, she probably was, you know, she looked damn cute. I only saw she one a, picture. She's a, she's a model. She was you know a model. what I'm saying? Yeah, right. so, uh, and they're already crazy, you know what I'm saying? Models in general. Mm -hmm. Love you all, models. Um, and I'm sure there's some that aren't, right, but... Yeah, so whatever whatever went on, it's not looking, you know, you had the four shots. Right. like four? Mm -hmm. Four? You could, yeah, that's... I mean, I'm just... And I, that's why he's in jail. Yeah. And that's why he's in jail. I just, yeah, it's... Come on, man. You didn't check? You didn't say, hey, honey? That's... Honey, that, honey. that. <laughs> oh, she's in the bathroom. That's her in the bathroom. Oh, shit. I don't know. I'm just saying, like... Wouldn't she be like, hey, it's me. Hey, honey. I'm not an intruder. <laughs> it would sign. <clears throat> hey, Stop, she shooting! Yeah, Stop shooting! Yeah. Something, something, you know, like, couldn't I she think say it that? would, yeah. Hey, it's Rita. It's your girlfriend. Like, How about if, if it's in your house and you have a gun and you're not sure, and if, if no one's bum rushing and tackling you, yeah. then uh, hey, it's who's clear. That? It's clear, yeah. who, who right? Address your, you know, who who's in there? Hey, who is in there? Say your <laughs> name. Is it my girlfriend? <laughs> Can you yell? Are sir? you, honey? Are you on the bed still? Yeah, honey. Hello, yeah, right. Like what? Yeah, that's oh, just such a there. because he was in the bedroom with her, and then he leaves to go, you know, to the stair, you know, walk the hallways to the bathroom. Why don't you check on your girlfriend first? Like, hey, hun, there's somebody in here. I'm gonna go to the hallway. So, so, I mean, did he just keep the 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 pistol on hand? Like it was, yeah, it was like next to the bed or something. Yeah, that's I don't know, man. I, See, that that's the yeah. thing that boggles me. Like, wouldn't you just be like, "Hey, girlfriend, it's, it's I need not to go." Looking good. Here's the one thing that yeah, I could think. Check. The one thing that I could think, and if, if he stuck with, if he's like in the bed with her, and he's like, "I think I heard something. I'm gonna go check it. Where's where's my gun?" And goes, she, and he's like, "I'm gonna go check the house." And then she's there and like waiting and like, oh, he's taking long. Like, I really need to pee. Yeah. And then she like, you know, daintily scurries over to the bathroom, takes a pee, 
he gets to that bathroom. There's someone in it. Last he remembered, his girl was on the bed. Yeah. And there, and still, yeah. And then you know, you would, I guess, you would shout or, and then. I remember you know, the documentary. Yeah, it's it's hard. I couldn't I couldn't be his lawyer on this one. I mean, I, you I see, rem- I'm I'm yeah. Dre, I, could, I couldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't I, feel confident. I just remember in the documentary. Not once did he talk to her before he just dipped. Suppose you know he just dips out with the gun. They asked, "What did you say to her before he you went?" And he's like, "Nothing. I just yeah. I was, I was like James Bond. I just felt, grabbed he's the like, pistol and I was so afraid of you know danger that that's why I acted. And then and. And no cops were called. It wasn't like, okay, let's maybe make a call to nine one one. Some, but when my they, cell phone, t- cell phones were still popular in twenty thirteen. Dre, I believe so. Okay, so uh, we did. We usually have them by our bedside, plugged in when oh, we yeah. slept at night. From right what there. I remember, that's yep. eight, eight, seven, eight, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so why didn't there? When did the call happen? Long yeah. after yeah. she died. Yeah. Wow. So that okay, yeah, and then. That's well. There you go. That's it. He then, didn't call nine one one right away. She had plenty of time to bleed out. When when did they actually even find? Did it say when they came or arrived? I got to read the transcript. The neighbor, yeah. the neighbor heard some yelling, and the shots. So then he came over to check on it, and then that's when he he found her, him and her, and that's when the cops were called. Say, <sighs> there's too many too many red flags, man. Guilty. Guilty. Yeah, I don't know if there was some yelling and she wasn't in the bed. Who who was yelling? I tried. I tried to come up with <laughs> the most random, right. like you know, because yeah, it's a crazy world out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even. I can't. I there's yeah. Yeah, can't, I, could, can't yeah do I, could, it. I couldn't. Mm. That was the uh, last. That yeah. was the last thing I watched. That's a good. It looks like a good one. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah. All right, what have we else got in the docket? Shoot, well, uh, that's about all I got. Probably going to do a little duck out. Yeah. Um, pleasure as always. Yeah, can can we you. get the theme song music? <laughs> Thanks for joining. We got a theme song coming. We got a theme uh, song get coming. Get ready for it. What you got? Hit the Instagram at what are you saying. Slap it on the gram at what are you saying. What are you saying.com. Great episode, and we will see you guys next week. Peace.